your new radio home for K-State Athletics, 97.5 and 1240 KFH. It's that time, Sports Daily, getting all the inside information on Kansas State. Let's go now to the voice of the Wildcats, Wyatt Thompson. All right, and we welcome back in Wyatt Thompson for another visit with us here on Sports Daily. Jacob Albrock, Tommy Castor with you, Jad Chambers producing. Wyatt, happy uh, Friday to you. Sorry we're in another cold stretch here, but it is Friday, getting ready for a weekend where you get to stay at home, right? You get to hang this weekend and welcome in Oklahoma that, State actually. tomorrow. I bet so. Yeah, yeah. It's got a, we've got a lot going, bud, and good to be on with you guys again. We've got uh, – a lot of former K-State men's basketball players, Golden Cats, that will be here tomorrow. Uh, I think they're going to recognize the football team at some point tomorrow uh, as Pop-Tarts Bowl champions and, uh, you know, played so well the other night against Baylor. People are excited right now. And uh, Saturday home games uh, in this league are a lot of fun, and I'm looking forward to it. I know Oklahoma State hasn't played as well as they've wanted to this year, but uh, they're certainly, like everybody in the league, pretty capable. So, Let's see how it plays out. Yeah, let's talk about that Baylor game, Wyatt. Um, I mean, it was just a lot of fun to watch. And obviously taking down a top 10 team in the Baylor Bears and the relationship between Scott Drew and Jerome Tang, that four-point play in overtime from Arthur Kaluma. And by the way, I have to mention, your call on that four-point play in overtime was incredible. So that was awesome uh, (laughs) to hear. And and that that entire uh, game, the stretch where they closed the gap to force overtime and then winning the game in overtime. What was that like for you on the call for that game? It was just thrilling, to be honest with you. You live for those types of games. And and to be honest, I've done a lot of games, but I don't know that I can remember one right off the top of my head where you almost felt like they were done twice. And you mentioned that. I mean, they're down 51-45 late in regulation. Probably a little bit fortunate in a way to get the thing to overtime. And then they're down in overtime with a minute to go. Um, and, and find a way and, and close the game on a nine nothing run. It was. I've been here a long time. This is my 22nd year at K State, and I've I've seen Bramlage rocking and be very very loud. But there were a couple of times the other night where I thought it was as loud as I've ever heard it. Sincerely, and we and you know we've had some good <laughs> tight tense games here. Uh, whether it's Mizzou, Kansas, you know uh, Texas, whatever it might be, that that was pretty special the other night. You know, when we look at that rivalry, and I, I I, know how hard it is on both of those guys, Tang and Drew, to play in those games. Right. I think they have a good attitude about it. But, man, it, they are, we, we can you can almost just know, and we've only done it three times, but it's, it's mm-hmm. going to be hard to imagine those two playing while they're both at those respective universities and not getting that kind of game. I think sometimes that just happens, and it feels like this is one of those spots. I'm I'm totally with you on that. Uh, you know, there's there's so many things that you think about when you think of those guys. I mean, Coach Tang spent 19 years there, and they do. They call each other brothers. They're very tight. They they talk a lot. Uh, I think stylistically, they're very similar in in how they structure their teams. And I, I'm <laughs> the the one thing that I will say about Scott Drew that I'm that it Im- impresses me a lot is that. When he started to build a thing in the early days when they started winning, they played pretty much just zone deep. And they played it well, don't misunderstand. But as they got better and better and better players, they went from you know just setting in a zone and shooting a lot of threes to just being really gifted. And the other night, to, 
you, you look at their numbers and for K-State to hold them to just under 33% field goal shooting is nuts. Um, I'm so impressed with what Coach Tang has done with this team defensively, and I know he's working to make them better offensively. That, and I think they are, it's, it's slower, of course, but I, I think um, you know we, we've got some good basketball ahead of us. Tough stretches, too. I mean, next week we're Wednesday night in Ames, and next Saturday in Houston doesn't get a whole lot tougher than that. But um, he, he's done a great job. And I, I know it is hard for him, honestly. And yet there's part of me that thinks they kind of like it, too. Do you think that makes sense? I mean, did you see? Yeah, I, yeah. I don't know if you saw the video of them coming out of the tunnel, but whatever yep. they were giggling about, yep, they yep, were having yep. a, a real chuckle over it. That was that was special in my mind. Wyatt, that was the fourth overtime game that the Wildcats have played this season, and they're four and zero in those overtime games, including that three game stretch in the non conference. As we get more deep into Big Twelve play, and then into tournament play in March. How important do you think having that experience of playing in tight games, going into overtime and winning those games are for this team? Well, that's a good question. I, I think the easy answer is, is that it has to help, right? I mean, it is hard. And, and one thing that has stuck out for me is that, you know, in the time that Coach Tang has been here, we've won a ton of close games. We haven't won them all, but we've won a bunch of close games. There, he's down 10 and over in overtime in, in less than two full seasons. That's crazy. I don't even know how you try to go about explaining how good that is. But I, I, I think what sticks out for me is they did this coming off of the heels where they, by their own admission, let one get away, kind of gave one away at Tech last Saturday. And I mean, it bothered them. They, they were mad that they were I guess I'll describe it as just out toughed down the stretch. Um, and Tech was the better team and the tougher team and the team that executed better. And I think they took it personally. They they really were cut in, in in learning the scout and really did a great job against a very explosive offensive team. It was It was impressive. There's no doubt about it. How much, if you're looking at this and trying to do it objectively, Wyatt, I mean, I, I you know, yeah. very early it was like, oh, this is nice. K-State's out to a good start in the league. Now it seems more sustainable. Um, it seems like in what we know will be a back-and-forth year, K-State yeah. probably is one of the teams that will be competing near the top of the league this year. I think we it's almost like we've had to, in a positive way, had to refocus expectations, I think, for the conference schedule. I, I agree with that wholeheartedly, and I, I think when you talk about this, you have to you have to look at the league in its entirety. I've done a lot of interviews this week, and and I've talked about this quite a bit. I think when this uh, conference season started, I don't know if anybody thought that two weeks in everybody would have at least one loss. Do you agree with that? I mean, it just seems like that's a little bit of an oddity when you have so many good teams in this league, whether it's Baylor, Kansas, you know, who, whoever it might be. Um, and I, I sometimes, you, excuse me, you have a hard time making sense of UCF as an example. I've used this, this example of UCF and Cincinnati here the last few days. UCF gets blasted here 77-52. Then they host Kansas and beat them. Then they host BYU and they get beat. So you, my point is on that is that 
I, I don't know that you can go into any game in the league or most games in the league and really kind of have a feel for, well, this is what's going to happen. It, it's staggering, really, how many games have been decided by less than 10 or a couple of possessions, and I think we're going to continue to see that. I, I just do. I, I, I think this league is really, really strong up and down the line. Um, you, you have to kind of think that even though KU lost um, a game already, you probably still have to think, you know, with their, with their skill set, they're, they're going to be there towards the end. But I, I, I mean, they were 13 and five in this league last year. What do you think they're going to be this time? Yeah. You know what I'm yeah. saying? It's, it's going to know that it's, they're going to be yeah. better or worse than that. Yeah. It, it's a battle of attrition, and that's the way the Big 12 always is. It's it's always a, really? a bloodbath, and we're only a, a few games into the conference. I, I know that I feel like I'm. I always bring up every week uh, Tyler Perry, and it you know the game against Baylor, <laughs> a, another not great shooting night for Tyler, but right. he did get to the free throw line and he made his free throws. So after the game against Baylor, how do you assess his play? Uh, do you think that the opportunities for him to at least get to the foul line will maybe help loosen him up a little bit shooting from the field or where do you stand on where Tyler's game is right now? Well, I enjoy talking about this uh, to be honest with you, because he, the, the longer I'm around him and, and, and start to get to have a better feel for who he is, what he is, he's a pretty unique individual. And, and I'm not, I'm not talking so much, the physical part that he brings to the table, but more the mental. He's really cut in now and wants to be, you know, the the leader of the team and the vocal guy. And he wasn't necessarily that in the beginning. And he knows he's struggling a little bit shooting the ball. But as, as I think we mentioned last week, he's had to take a lot of hard shots. And I, I think as this team continues to move forward and, and try to get better offensively, they're trying a lot of different things. And I don't know if you know exactly what the answers are, and I don't know that the coaches know. But one thing that should help, I'll say that again, should help, is that they're starting to get a little bit more out of some of the other guys, which I think will help Tyler. I don't know if you would agree with that thought or not, but as an example, um, did anybody think that four games into the league race that Dorian Finister would be averaging 5.3 points a game and playing those kind of minutes? or Jarrell Colbert yeah. would come in against that kind of talent and give you 17, 18 really quality minutes. He wasn't, he wasn't dominant, but guys, he was playing against two studs and really held his own and did well. And they need his athleticism. You know, Will McNair is a, a nice player, and I think he's continuing to get better too. But against Baylor, uh, and there are going to be others, they need Jarrell's athleticism because he's a little bit more athletic than Will. Uh, so there are a lot of things on the table that I think you, you should look at in, in, in relation to Tyler having better looks um, and, and maybe getting that percentage up and, and maybe being a little bit more of a consistent scorer other than just at the foul line. Cause Hey, <laughs> it's a, it's a nice, nice thing when he's fouled late. Cause you know, he's going to make most. Yeah. I, I, his, they're just going to keep going and, and just mm-hmm. don't change it. They're winning games. I, I think if they were losing games, we'd have a totally different conversation, but I, I like it. So you look sure. at a stretch here. Yeah. Next, the next time we'll talk, they will have played Oklahoma State and at Iowa State, which always feels like a fool's errand. But those are two 
if if you're going to talk about K-State potentially, you know, winning this league and, you know, doing all of those things, these are two games you need to be able to go get, right? Even that tough one in Ames, but there won't be many gettable stretches on the schedule. This might be one of them. Yeah, I, I agree with that, and it is hard at Hilton. Um, but K-State has won up there before. Um, you, you just you can't take it for granted because, if I'm being honest, Iowa State's come to Bramlage and won too. You know, that's just yeah. kind of the league. But I understand what you're saying. If you could get that, you know, I almost look at Again, I, I, Coach Stang would probably hit me in the nose if he heard me say this, but if you could split next week's games, and beat Oklahoma State Saturday, you'd probably feel pretty good about where you're at, don't you think? I mean, that's and that's you start to do do the math here. This league race is long and grueling and tough and all of that, but in the same breath, it goes pretty quick. <laughs> and there are only so many opportunities with 18 games. You got to you got to go out there and get that one that you think you can get. And that's why I think they were so frustrated uh, w- with the game at Tech because for a lot of the game, I'm going to say for 28 30 minutes they probably were the better team and that hurts when you when you when you're that close and don't do it on the road because they're so hard to come by why what do you make of the oklahoma state program obviously they're you know struggling right now they're they're not in a great place i wonder you know do you think that mike boynton his job potentially is in trouble where do you stand on where things are with oklahoma state well, I haven't really heard any rumblings of that yet. It may be a little bit different when they get into town today. We'll, we'll see how that plays out. Um, I think Mike's a good coach, but I, I think he's fighting uphill in a league right now with with four freshmen on the roster and two of those guys starting, and that's a hard way to make a living. Even though those kids are, one, their center uh, is a McDonald's All-American and their four-man is a four-star kid. That's that's high-level talent. But you know, I mean that that kid Garrison was going up against a guy by the name of Hunter Dickinson the other night. You're yeah. going to get whooped in those kind of situations. That's just the way it is. Um, I, I've watched a lot of tape on OSU, and there are times when they look pretty good. But you know, we we've talked about K State offensively from time to time where. One thing, too, I didn't mention that, that it reminds me of this with OSU. Like K-State, they've had some troubles with turnovers. You you can't go on the road, or even sometimes at home, and, and do that. Um, and that's, that's kind of what's gotten them into trouble. I, I watched, I think, like three straight possessions against Kansas where they're really – I'm not saying KU doesn't defend. I don't mean it that way. But th- there was very little – you know, defensive resistance, and they turn the ball over. It's like unforced errors in tennis, right? You can't do that and, and, and compete, and they didn't compete. Uh, but I'm going to guess that they'll think they can here, at least initially. So you got to take the fight out of them early. But they are young. They're, you know, they're just not quite as good as, as most everybody else in the league. That's just kind of what it is. Yeah, and you mentioned it's going to be a big night of celebration there, so I know fans will be excited about that, probably driving up certainly here from Wichita. You will hear the game with us right here on KFH, Wyatt's Call. Coverage begins at 5 o'clock for the 6 o'clock tip. Wyatt, enjoy the time at home this weekend, and we'll just keep slogging through what's going to be an incredible Big 12 this year. I know. I'm I'm looking forward to it. Uh, Try to let it warm up a little bit, will you? 
Uh, yeah, I'll get with our meteorologist there at K Witch yeah, and see what go. I can do. I've I've been on them for a while. It's not working yet, but we'll haven't we'll we keep, all right? We'll yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Four guys don't shoot the messenger, right? Thanks, Wyatt. We'll talk exactly. to you soon. All right, there goes Wyatt Thompson, voice of the K-State Wildcats. If you missed any of that, by the way, you can go back and listen for free on the Odyssey app. We podcast that out for you, make it easy on you. Speaking of that Odyssey app, you know what else you can find? Chiefs games. They're available live for free on KNSS, as it will be this weekend. You can tune in to KNSS Sunday night for the wild card action. If you're not around your radio, uh, the Chiefs in Buffalo, a battle against the Bills. You can also just download the Odyssey app and search KNSS at kickoff. Tommy and I will be back. We'll get into that playoff game and others. Paul Savage in, top of the hour to make picks. Lots to get to here on a Friday edition of Sports Daily.